Hey, this is Green Grass Podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wee and Kelly McBay, now part of the Digitant Podcast Network. How's it going, guys? Thanks so much for being with us. Today, let me just set a little trigger warning. We do talk about an eating disorder in this episode, and we start by discussing Kelly's finishing of the Columbus Marathon last week. So congratulations, Kelly. We'll talk all about how she feels. And uh, let's get started. This is our weekly roundup. Wait, where's this blister? It's right here. Oh, that's a hard one because when you're when you're in the middle of it, it's like, what can you do? Well, and I didn't even know I had it when I was doing it. So it doesn't even matter. It's that it's just it was a big, huge blood blister like that long. So I popped it and leaked it all out. I put medicine on it, but now it just keeps filling up with liquid. That's disgusting, but amazing. So, so I just keep popping it. Um, and then putting more medicine on it. I don't know what to do about it. I haven't today's the first day I have dance tonight. So I feel good. I feel like it'll be just like some plies and some stretches will be good for my body. I'm very impressed. I I am I'm always impressed. But okay. We're going to we're going to um be on Hami's podcast soon to talk yes. about this fully. So today is not supposed to be about that, but you got to oh, like thanks. 13 miles and what were your thoughts? So at 13 miles, I felt pretty good about the first 13. Like I wasn't struggling. I'm not a fast runner, but I was like just chugging along and I was like, do I get out now and have a clean half finish or do I like attempt to try the other half? But here's the thing about me. It was either I was doing 13.1 or I was doing 26.2. I'm not like a 18. Like I'm either doing this or I'm doing this. So once I passed the 13, there was a volunteer and she's like half marathoners this way to the final. And I was like, I don't know which way to go, but I was running and she's like, girl, you're going straight. I'm not even letting you go this way. And I was like, I'm going straight. And she's like, I'll see you at the finish. You're going straight. And then the next, the first 13 were really good. Like I would say like 14 to 17 were not good. Then I had a couple good miles and then my right knee started hurting. And at one of the first aid stations, they gave me a leave and put biofreeze on it. And then at the next first aid station, I was like, my right knee is killing me. And she's like, do you want Tylenol? And I was like, I just took a leave like 20 minutes ago. And she's like, you're allowed to have Tylenol too. And I was like, cool and then I, I and then that all kicked in and I ran the last six now Emerson was like do you call that running <laughs> she was like that was really slow and I was like I was running like I, w- I was running the last six and she's like okay anyway so I ran the last six kind of um sort of. well regardless of Emerson's thoughts on that I'm very impressed very impressed thank you we'll talk about it with Hami we're excited to talk about yeah it so um Bean's birthday was yesterday. Oh my gosh, I missed it. It's okay because we wanted a quiet, like, I didn't, I didn't want to like be on social media all day. I didn't want to be on the phone all day talking to people. We just. I love it. You just had a bean day. We, uh, I basically took the day off also because Tuesday is like my Saturday. Like it's, it's the day that I don't have any 
tons of appointments. Yeah. Classic. So I took it off. I cleaned the house. She opened her gifts. It was all about the gifts. All about the gifts. She's so excited about the gifts. And then um, we sang to her happy birthday with her cake. What kind Just, of cake? Just uh, chocolate, or, sorry, vanilla cake with uh, vanilla frosting with her name on the top of it. And she blew out her three candles kind of by herself. I like it. Uh, it was great. It was, uh, she's, and she's looked very tall to me yesterday. I don't know why. Like I was having that moment yeah. where my two, two ish year old is no longer. And I was like, ah, but she's so cute. Now. Yeah. She's so cute. Okay, so I ask this question of you sometimes, and I know it's different motherhood, but three is a time where you're like, you start to get the itch if you're going to get the itch. What, itch to have another one? No. Yeah. No. Okay, listen, I'm a strong supporter of it. I just didn't know because I feel like when you hit, when they hit three, that is if you're going to have the itch. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know what's a really big driving force is Ariel. Because I, of course, my job is a huge driving force, but like getting back, getting my skill set back, it's been three years. Like it's been three years. And every time I train hard, I get like a small injury. You have to poo poo? Go. She doesn't actually need my help, but like. But it's a big deal. I mean. Yeah, because she likes to turn the. Turn the light on by herself. She can get up on the potty. Major. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it just took so much to get back, and I've been dealing with injuries. Why? Am- yeah. So I feel like, like I have, and every time I train hard, I have some injuries. Last night I was working on two clients, and I, I, I feel like I a little bit aggravated my right shoulder because everything I do. And you always have a problem with your right shoulder, right? Yeah. So, you know, for sure, it's like, ugh, like getting back to Ariel, getting back to my job is just like, this is like the second time I've had to do it from zero. And I don't want to do it a third time. Also, I hate being pregnant. And yeah, there's that. Uh, So, yeah. So, Kel. All right. I got to wipe a butt. Excuse me. Yeah, wipe a butt. I think you should keep that part in there. (laughs) There's a whole song when she washes her hands, like. And Ace is like, sometimes she misses a little on the toilet and he's like, you have to monitor her. I was like, you try to stay home and get interrupted. I don't even know how many times and like. I've had this conversation before, but listen, she's not peeing in the shower anymore, right? Yes. <laughs> so it's listen, fine. I think that you've moved on. You've moved on. We're we winning. also, Asen, ha- I always have this conversation when he comes home from work after eight hours and after sleeping two hours. You know, so you don't want the conversation. Yeah. You just wanted to say that. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Last week, we had Savannah Miles. Gorgeous Savannah Miles. I know. And listen, even posting her pictures, I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's She's so so hot. hot. Anyways, so we didn't want to do this in the same conversation. But then I learned Kelly, Kelly, like, pulled this picture out of the archives. 
and she is a stick. She's a rail. And I was like, how does this not come up before? This was probably four to five years after I was dancing with her. So she was off to college. I was off to college. I didn't see her again for what? Ten years? A long time. Yeah. yeah. And when I... Um, and by the time you saw me, I had had babies. And oh, yeah. My hips. Were, yeah, were, all the things. This, this stage, I, you skipped in my experience with you. And I, yeah. she sent me the picture... And I was like, my, my jaw dropped. I don't understand what's happening. I, I knew that it probably yeah. would, I think. Kel, yeah. can you go back to that time and, and explain to our listeners what was going on? So, I mean, listen, I think that a lot, unfortunately, a lot of teenage girls go through moments where weight is something that they deal with, whether they feel like they're, um, you know, more than they want to be or less. And I definitely feel like in looking at the picture now that I had an eating disorder and had an issue at the time, I really don't think I thought that. Um, and so I think, I definitely was, it was the only time that I did a pageant. I'm not going to blame the pageant in any way because you and I've been dancers. So I think as dancers, we, you know, think about that a lot because of what we have to wear and what we have to do. I don't know. You have to find it. Go find it. That's part of playing. I like it. That's part of playing. Um, And so I think at the time, I mean, I was doing a pageant. I'm sure that had partly to do with it. I think, um, driven by relationships too, if I was in a relationship and then I wasn't in a relationship, but I think ultimately what I think, I've never even talked about this in counseling for some reason, but if I can't control, I am, I am a person that likes control. And if I can't control something in my relationship or my finances or work, um, there are two things I can control and it's eating and it's, um, cleaning. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm spinning out of control. Like my cabinets are over organized and craziness and my weight will fluctuate in the sense that it's something I can control. Like, I don't even know that I really like think about it and do it. It just is what happens. Okay. I remember when you were 16 and I remember thinking, wow, Kelly just looks so great. Like, and this is my teenage brain too, because like, like I was waiting for boobs to come in that never came in. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, you had like really good boobs at 16. Oh, you like really. You, you still have good so boobs. Nice. You had really good boobs. I was. Curvy. You were curvy, but also really, also very like fit and skinny dancer. Blah blah blah. And you did this. You did this. Uh, I remember it because this last year that you were dancing with me, you did this solo to. Oh no! Uh, one night only. Do you remember this? Yeah. One night yeah. only. Yeah. One night. I totally remember. And uh, you did it so well. 
Do you have a copy? Thank of you. This? Listen, you know what is so horrifying? I don't have any of my dances okay, listen, ever. Kelly, I, I think have I have a copy of this. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I also have a copy of like other friends' solos. I just I just kept them. So that is magical. So I think I have it. I'll try to dig it up. Although no promises because I can't completely remember. So did you? Because a lot of times girls have this in high school, but you were past those teen years. You were in your 20s. So do you feel like, did your body change after I knew you? Did you, Was there ever a moment where you looked at yourself in those next couple of years and you're like, I'm too fat? Like, <laughs> well, listen, I should say this too. I did go through a phase um, and where I did gain weight. I think it was but right before this where I gained a substantial amount of weight. It was probably um, like right after high school. I bet that that was, I mean, I, I bet this, that picture I sent you was right after I had gained weight and I gained weight. And I remember being at the Broadway Dance Center and the Broadway Dance Center has no air conditioning. It's always hot. And I cut my hair short, never a great option. Um, I've always had my hair long and I cut my hair short. And I just remember being so uncomfortable and not, didn't feel like who I was. Like, I just felt trapped for some reason. I'm just saying how I felt. And I think all of this came after that. And I started running every single day, which is, I still run. I love running. But I think I had this where I got a coffee, I ran. I danced every single day and then I ate when I got home from dance. And that was really like the only thing that I ate. And so I think that's part of where all that came from. So Broadway, but I didn't realize when I took that picture that I looked right. like that. Like I didn't, right. See you were not self aware of, of, of that. Cause it just kind of happened slowly over time. Yeah. So you cut your hair. That's not what you normally had. You were so hot. You were uncomfortable. You looked at yourself in the mirror at the dance studio and you didn't like how you felt. Yes. Before that picture. So I gained weight and I was just like kind of not feeling good, but I think I was going through, um, you know, with an ex, like in and out, figuring out if we were going to be together or not be together. And I think that all of that was part of it. But interestingly enough, I don't remember. Now, listen, a different time, a different place. And if someone said something to me, maybe I didn't want to hear it. I don't remember anyone saying anything to me about it, except you and I talked about the one person was one of my past previous dance teachers that asked me if I was okay. But that was at the pageant. Like she saw me at the pageant and she asked me if I was okay in a way that made me, she didn't say like, you have an eating disorder. She was just like, you are really skinny. Are you okay? Okay. If you could step out of your own body and like, uh, imagine that you were the mom in the situation. What would you yeah. have? Yeah. What would that be? So I think that at the time my mom was having struggling in her own ways. And so I'm not saying anything about that, but if, if it were one of my kids, I think I would be stressed out. I think, I think I for sure would be stressed out because it was such a fluctuation from where I had been. Um, I don't know. I think I would have been stressed out about it. 
Would you have been stressed out if, if Bean got that tiny? I, th- I think so. And I also feel like um, there's something with that, that generation, like our Gen-, Gen X and growing up in the late 80s and the 90s. I feel like parents now are hyper engaged with their kids. Yeah. And that's not what it was back then. It's a whole generation. I also think, I mean, like, let's give it up to marketing. I do think, I think, now listen, I could be totally wrong. Now, do I think still people in high school and middle school, they like girls care and worry about this and that and the other. And is they're still bullying for sure. I do think all of those things are true, but I do think that marketing and the world represents women and men, obviously, of all different shapes and sizes. And um, there's diversity. And I think that marketing does that in such a bigger, broader way than when you and I were growing up. I do think, I mean, you and I talked about this too, even, you know, singers and their backup dancers, we see a little bit of everything now. And I think at the time when we were younger, it was the, a certain look that they were looking for. And that was the ideal, that was what the ideal look was or what, what society made it, made it be out of. Well, even the boobs thing, like boobs were in, like boobs were in. If you didn't have boobs, you were like not doing the look. Now, if you have a butt, that's what, you know what I'm saying? The butt is like the thing. You can be. Thank God I have both. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not, I'm not skinny like that picture anymore, but I got some booty and I got some, some yeah. Like if you have, like, I've seen some booty, like some of the people on Instagram, like this extra booty that, yeah, I don't even understand that. I think another, like, cause I was talking to one of my students and she met this trainer who has this program that he's like, I can get you this butt in like how many months? or 40 days or whatever. And the program is so intense. Like the amount of meat or protein powder you have to intake every single day. It's like you're bodybuilding. You are literally bodybuilding. And all these women are doing this program. They're bodybuilding just Just their butt. butt. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy. (laughs) And different from boobs because you can't build them. You either have to have them or you put them in like, but a, butt you could like technically have, if you tried, I mean, it's insane, but it's like, I think I would have felt differently had it been that when I was growing up instead of just like this, either you're brunette, you're blonde and you have boobs. And this is it. Like, this is the, this is the ideal. So is your idea that things are getting better or I mean, the thing is, is that there's so many different elements now. So now, yes, there is the Lizzo. There's all these other types of women, men, binary, you know, like that are becoming acceptable. Hairstyles. There's so much diversity. But the thing is, then you put on top of that, that you can see everybody's best life on Instagram and not their not best life. And then it and then it makes the situation worse, like at least in the 80s and 90s, even though we had like, I mean, I think it was like teen magazine and like YM magazine. Do you did you get YM magazine? Yeah, 
I didn't really get, I didn't have a subscription to anything, but I always right, bought right, right. So like, that's what we had and that's what we had to look at. But now it's like exponentially different. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how it, that would be different. I know there are, you know, I have a client right now who's 17. She's a track star. Uh, yeah. I'm working on her body. And, you know, the other day I went over to work on her and she had, she was all made up like gorgeous makeup. I was like, what's going yeah. on today? She's like, oh, I just went to school. And I was like, oh, I mean, not, not that it was overdone. It was just perfect. Yeah. But that's also a thing now too. I don't think, well, it's because of social media. We didn't have that then. We didn't have this social media where there were like makeup artists putting on makeup and doing the whole highlighting the cheek, but you know what I mean? I mean, I guess for her school and she goes to Harvard Westlake, which is like the private school here in, in, in studio city. Okay. It's like wealth. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, Like kids of celebrities because it's like in the Hills. So. So interesting enough, like Kenzie boo and I think Kenzie Boo's gorgeous. Kenzie, my daughter, she, um, I think that she has a, I think that that group of kids that she goes to school with, they're much more oh, natural. Okay. Now I do see them at times all dolled up where they've like done the deal and they've done their makeup and whatever. But I also definitely have times where I think they are going to do things that if I at the, at, that age, I would have been ready to go, but I was also kind of that girl. I'm still, I'm still that way where I'm not like a, a natural. I like to have makeup on now. I'm not an over the top, but like, I like to have mascara on. I like to do all the things every day. I don't ever go out natural. Right. And that's not just because you have zoom meetings. That's just because that's who you are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't be bothered. Yeah, listen, I wish that I, I I don't wish that I was like, I mean, I, it's just what I like. You know what I mean? I I think the intention behind it is everything. I don't know. I don't know what this this girl's intention is behind. If, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing your makeup every day. It's. Yeah, but I do notice with like Kenzie and her friends that they, I really do feel like they, um, are much more chill. Yeah, it's really the reason behind it. Like, why? You know, that I, to, to me, if my child wanted to do makeup every day, um, I have another friend who has a kid who's in middle school and she does it every day, but she's like wanting to become a makeup artist. You know, it's like an artistry to yeah. her. So I think that the reasons behind it are everything, even when it comes to dressing up, we've talked about this before. It's, it's, I just would I hate to have one, a kid. I yeah, I see it. A kid wearing makeup because they're trying to, cover up they feel ashamed about who they are for any reason you know and they're trying to cover it up become something else um i used to wear a lot of eye makeup because i i thought my eyes were too small and that was not attractive yeah and that that was not a good thing as i look back and then now that i have a daughter who basically has my face ish i look at her yes how could i ever have thought that how could I right. ever have thought that? 
because I was around white girls my whole life and no one I knew had Asian eyes except for, and my sister didn't even help out because her eyes are actually big. Yeah. Okay. So like I, there was just no one in my world to like show me a different way about thinking about my eyes. You know, I was, I was always trying to get lashes to fit on my eyes the way you guys, you know, you guys have a crease, so it goes in and the lashes go up. And I had to learn how to put lashes on correctly for my my face. But like all the parents that were at the competitions were not my mom and my mom doesn't know how to do it anyway. So like I couldn't wear lashes like the other girls and it made me feel uncomfortable. And but I look at her and I was like, how could I have ever thought that for a second? So don't you think that all of this conversation, I mean, because the picture we're talking about is when I was probably like 18 or 19, right? So you grow up and you just see the world differently. You are more comfortable in your skin. You know what you want more, not outside, because in a sense, like, I feel like I love to work out. I love to go for runs. I love to do all those things. I do those things for myself. And because I like to feel a certain way and I like to do, but before I feel like I was doing it for other people. Now I'm only doing things for myself. And I feel like now we're just older and we see things differently. Like you look at Bean and you see the beauty and the everything about her as special when we're, when you're 18 or 19, you just, you can't do that. Well, and I, now that I'm a mom and I've got this like child who's just like the best thing in the world and she's a beautiful little girl. When I think that one day she'll grow up to have insecurities about stuff, it breaks my heart even now. Yeah. yeah. Like you're literally perfect the way you are. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't look forward to that day and it's going to come. I I'm insecure all the time. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, we're all still insecure, I'm sure. Um, But don't you feel a little, even though you're insecure, do you still feel better about yourself than you did 15 years ago? You're also in LA and you're in a really tough industry, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am. But it's really interesting because... Oh, goodness. How do I even... How do I even like put this into to words how this city I'm I'm so it's I'm so ingrained in this city that yeah I could be maybe I'm fooling myself but I feel like it means less and less to me all that stuff like because the city especially considering Moving, leaving the city, and then realizing that's not something I wanted to do. Yes, Bean. You want to say hi to Kelly again? Hi. Hi, Bean. So you you officially don't want to leave the city. Oh, it's confirmed. <laughs> like, You're yeah, staying. like like the idea of it was really, like, interesting to me. And then even just being in Delaware, I just, I don't want to live in a suburb. And not just that, like. Don't say Delaware. I, I always used to think, like, why do all these people who are not in the entertainment industry, like, literally go broke still living here and they stay here for generations? And and it's because yeah. they don't want to leave their community. That's the bottom line. Yeah. They don't want to leave. And I don't want to leave my community. Like, Bean. 
Yeah, listen, I get it. I love LA. I was confused why you wanted to move away. Well, just just the idea of of keeping more of your money just is very tantalizing. You know, but I have to say the rent all over the country has gone up and L.A. is just where it's gone up, but it's not gone up at the same ratio as the other cities. So the other cities are more expensive than they used to be. It's not such a difference anymore. So do you. um, So will you guys stay where you're at? Are you going to look for a different place? So I've talked to my like financial guy and he's like, look, if if it were today and I did not own my home here, there's some stuff in the tax yeah. law that doesn't really make it an advantage to own and live in your own home. You cannot write off the same amount as you can write off if you own a home and you don't live in it. Is that crazy or what? Yeah. 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 So he was like, if it were me and I didn't already own my home, he's like, I would have investment properties and I would rent here. And so that's what the plan is right now. Hey. Okay. I like it. You want to talk? Hi. I don't know if Kelly has tons of time. Huh? You have to go to dance. She has to go to dance and do some plies. Hmm? I'm going to go to dance. So, I don't know. this, This whole talk about you just getting so skinny when you were that age. You know, it's interesting because I feel like that happened with you, but generally I feel like you have a okay relationship with food. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm not an over, I'm not someone. um, I think you and I've had this conversation before. I don't care about food. So do I like to eat for sure, but I don't travel and think like, Oh, where are we going to go to eat? Or what are we having? I don't care what we're eating and I don't care where we're going. I I don't, my, my life isn't, I'm not driven by food and some people really love food. And I, I just am not one. I'm not a foodie. So I don't, I definitely am an eater but I don't focus on when I'm eating or what I'm eating because I don't really care. Okay, so this is just anecdotal. This is not scientific evidence. But what I have learned from all of my girlfriends who have once in their lives had an eating disorder, none of them care about food. Okay, yeah, that's right? interesting. They, they, they don't care. Yeah. They, eat, they eat because they must because they need to live. But none of them have turned into foodies. None of them have turned into chefs. None of them like get excited about the next restaurant that's opening. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is. Like I I am not saying that Jeff and I don't go out and like split whatever wings or nachos or whatever, but I just don't care. Like he picks what we're eating. I don't like look for recipes. I don't care about recipes. I don't care about a menu. Like, I don't care about that. Yeah. So listeners, if you have any comments on this, cause I don't know how to answer that question. Like I have no idea why that's the case. And I would love to know what psychologically goes on there. What is it? You want to sit on the bed? 
my Yeah, you can go sit. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Go sit over there. Oh, she's got toys. So she's got toys all under the furniture, and she always wants me to unearth it. And I'm always like, later, yeah. later, later. And then I don't do it. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, I don't know what that's about. Um, but there's probably a lot of men and women out there who have gone through this. Not in the really like super, super distressing way where you're in the hospital, but in the way that like you had experience almost where you can forget about it. I think that must be so common. Yeah, I do. I think that that's probably true. And thankfully, like it wasn't something that became like a long term issue or something that did turn into something more um, because I have seen those people, too. And I hurt my heart hurts for them. And you're also a runner now, but I I I never get the vibe that it's for the wrong reason or that you're an exercise uh, what is it? Exercise addiction? Yeah, I definitely don't have an exercise. <laughs> I, I, I maybe wish I had an exercise addiction. No, I, I, I mean, listen, I always mentally feel better when I work out. And so I definitely like to work out because I ran the marathon on Sunday. Like I haven't done anything for a couple of days. And I definitely get that itch where I'm like, oh, I just feel like I haven't done anything. It mentally makes me better because I get like a release. Um, so I like to work out, but there's definitely frames of time where I'm not doing the things that I wish I was doing. Yeah, you you don't have an exercise addition. You know, I'm a psychologist, Carrie Wee. I do have yes, <laughs> Dr. Carrie. I, I definitely have a couple students who would fall under that category. And it's interesting because it is all about control. It's all, it's the same thing. It's just a different vehicle for it. You know, it's like, okay, so you really controlled how much you ate and exercised. With them, they eat like a normal person. But uh, somebody that comes to mind injured, like super injured, but can't stop exercising and then hurting themselves because they can't rest. Okay. Um, And that's hard to watch for me. You know? Yeah. And, you know, those same people coming to me for advice uh, on how they should be exercising when they have an injury. And I just want to say, you You shouldn't. shouldn't. (laughs) Just rest. Rest, ice, elevate, you know, all that stuff. Just, Just rest. And they're not emotionally prepared to do that. And that's hard to watch. Yeah, listen, I would say that, Sal, I don't. I wouldn't say that it's an exercise, exercise addiction, um, because he definitely skips days and whatever, but he works out every day for an hour, an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's on the brink. It's on the brink. (laughs) I, I do the thing where I go in, I warm up with my students and like halfway through, I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. I'm good. And then my students are like, but it's your job. I was like, technically, who actually said that? That it's my job to demo for you guys. It's my job to guide you. And they're like, I'm a visual learner. I was like, well, that's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, sorry, Listen, babe. I do She's like, that was adult language. Babe, was and that that's adult not language? Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Will you forgive me? Oh my gosh, it's hysterical <laughs> and so Um, yeah, listen, I think that teaching has changed in the sense that two, three years ago, I did everything. I was doing the plies, I was doing everything. Now I do think partially it makes you a better teacher if you're doing both, if you're modeling and you're really going around and correcting. And I think I was almost dancing okay. too much. But now it is a lot for me to dance. Like dance, dance. Like I don't do leaps across the floor. Two years ago, I would have. Well, and the great thing is, is it's there if you feel like it that day. But for me, it's like when I go in to just work on my own stuff, that's different because I can focus on myself. But when I'm demoing a lot and I'm not focused on myself, uh, you know, it's not really my workout anyway. But I do, I, I do appreciate that, you know, five days a week to be in the air. I mean... No matter how hard I'm going, I'm still doing something. So yeah. that's that's great because I'm still kind of fighting with my body. Like, and I don't know if it's just the way it's going to be because I I don't my diet's not super clean. Like, if I cleaned up my diet like really well and then worked out like I did, I could see if my body was actually going to change. You know, some bodies after pregnancy, the skin just doesn't necessarily go back to what it was. Right. Some of my friends, their skin has. They are a different ethnicity than me. I don't know if this is yeah. the case. So, yeah. But I'm not really willing to clean up my diet to that extreme because it's like my lifestyle. Like, I like having my red wine. If I were to drop all the yeah. alcohol, I might see a difference. I might not. If I were to drop my, like, one soda here and there, I might see a difference. I might not, but that soda and that wine and that like piece of cake and like pancakes, they, they give me so much joy. That I don't really care. Yeah. And also, yeah, I don't know if I would want it to change. Like, let's just say I found out that that was the, the element and I could have my pre baby body back. If I did those things consistently, I don't even know if I'd want to know that because yeah. then I would, be like, okay, now I'm making a choice not to have my pre-baby body. Or I do it, I find out it makes no difference. That would probably make me happy too, but then I wouldn't have my pre-baby body back. So like, I don't know what I would want. I'm like, because it's not anything anybody can tell unless I'm in a bikini. It's, right. If I, if I have clothes yeah. on, I can't tell. Right. So right. I would love to be able to like, throw in like a really very subtle midriff and a high waisted pant. Yeah, that's a cute look. I would look love to right throw now. that in, but right now like it doesn't like it just looks like my skin is just a little bit not what I would want it to be. But where do I go anyway? I don't go anywhere. I don't I like that you're planning for your next hot day. I mean I don't know. I, you know, I don't, I guess I don't care that much because it's such a small thing. It's not like, like my friends who see my videos, you wouldn't notice. Yeah. You, you look amazing. Notice. Kelly got you upset because I look so skinny. I was wearing a, a t-shirt and pajama pants. 
you'd notice if I had a bikini on. That's all. Yeah. So, okay. uh, yeah. you know, I, I think that I... It's it's interesting because obviously I get in my head about it a little bit, but not enough to change it. Yeah. Yeah, what's that? You look you look amazing and over the top. No, listen. <laughs> uh we're we're just doing all the things. We have kids now. We both have kids like now. Like I want a glass of wine at the end um, of the day. So, Kelly, after your marathon, besides your blisters and besides your soreness, do you feel like 26 miles? Do you feel like your body changes from all that running? You mean like, physically? yeah, do you feel like skinnier so, after running 26 miles? No. So I think that I'm going to take a break from running for a while. So I already have like really big quad quad muscles. And I think, cause I've been running so much that my quads and my whatever are bigger. And I want to take, like just a break and do lengthening. Yeah. I want to just like lengthening yoga, stretch, dance, and like I mean, give it a time I mean, the crazy out. thing is the caloric expenditure. We don't even have popsicles, Bean. We ran out. Oh, wait. Your papa might have bought some. Okay. So I'll get you one after this, okay? The, the, cal- the caloric expenditure that you must have put out on Sunday is bananas. What's like- 2,700. Um, Mommy, I want a popsicle. I want a popsicle, Mommy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I ran and I, I burned 2,700 calories. Um, and I think it just gives you a free pass to eat some. Like, I don't feel any thinner. Nothing. I mean, to me, it's like, what's the point if you're not going to like, if it's not going to change your body physically to like kill yourself running, but that's because I'm not a runner. It's like a goal. Right, it's just right. to say, eat the goal. That's what it's really about. You want a popsicle? So, okay. So I still can't wrap my head around all this. I, like going back to our conversation about you're eating and like your diet and then the exercise. Like, I just don't understand. I feel like Ace is a runner when he's run a lot. He looks like skinny. I think guys are different. I think guys are just built different. Right. And it affects in different ways. Right. I'm so confused. Yeah. All right. Well, um, <laughs> there's that. I, I, Life are challenges. Yeah. Um, okay, so Kelly's on her way out to uh, where are you going this time this week? I run popsicles. So I go to Nashville tomorrow. I've been going to Nashville a little bit, but I'm doing a networking. I'm going to a networking event tomorrow in Nashville. So I think it should be fun. And then home and back to it. All right, and we'll come at you with another guest. We have a lot of people lined up, very diverse uh, life experience and Good reasons why they're I'm here. Mommy, mommy. Uh, I know. Okay, say, say, bye, Kelly. Bye, Kelly. Can you, can you tell her? Bye, Can babe. you tell her how old you are now? Um, my three, three. 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 Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday, Bean. Uh, did you get have a great birthday? <laughs> you wanna you wanna tell them how great it was? Did you have fun? I have my 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 figurines. We got a lot of figurines. We got another Mirabelle. 
<gasps> oh my yeah. goodness. And Kelly, actually, Halloween's coming up. So the next time we do a weekly roundup, I think we'll probably be I on Halloween. Yes, I think Dean that's a great idea. Costume. She's going to be Mirabelle this year. So yeah, fun. Really okay, Kel. All right. Bye, bye. guys. So bye. I'll see you again. See you okay. Bye. 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 All right, guys. Thanks for being with us today in the show notes. Uh, go ahead and click there to get our newsletter. We send out uh, photos and other links and stuff on our guests. It's a nice little resource for you. And uh, if you want to hear the sound of my voice even more, I have a podcast called The Expecting Aerialist. It's all about motherhood, pregnancy in a very specific uh, niche group of aerialists, but we really talk about being moms and what our bodies go through. And I think that it would really be interesting to a broader audience. So check that out if you are interested. Um, and the Digitant family of podcasts, there's tons of uh, great stuff there, health and wellness uh, focused. Thank you to Asa Watkins, sound engineer, and honor us with the five-star rating and a review where you get your podcasts. We will love you forever. Thanks so much for being here. And over and out. See you guys next time. This is Rainbow.